Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys and welcome back to the Vitality Coach Podcast. We're looking at episode 72 today and I want to keep it short and punchy. I've had a few of you email me in and talk about coping with uncertainty and how to deal with uh, life when you're working on a project basis, maybe that you've started your own business or you're in a fly-in, fly-out or a contractor role. I know that there's a lot of discussion at the moment about a new landscape for work and life. And certainly on the internet, there's a lot of information about, you know, leaving your day job for getting thousands of dollars worth of income without having to walk away from your house each day with a lot of network marketing, franchise opportunities, um, and all sorts of things coming through your inbox, your social media feeds, and via your friends. Uh, A lot of you as well that I'm working with on a corporate basis in finance, legal, and tech, and oil and gas, and mining, and all these other industries. We're having some really big discussions about leading from within when work is on a contract basis and the markets are volatile. What do you do when you have your family and your friends or you want to plan for your future, but you don't know when your next paycheck is coming in? And that's not necessarily on any kind of level, whether you're a leader in your team or you're just a contractor and you're turning up as a tradie on a work site. The same level of stress is applying to everybody on dealing with uncertainty. And I want to give you a few of my coping mechanisms today that I coach with a lot of my CEO and corporate teams on how we can navigate a chaos to calm patch and make sure that you can go from survival mode back into that shift of feeling in control and the driver's seat and understanding that there is a plan in place and there's always a solution. So if you're listening to me while you're driving today, or if you're on the treadmill, if you're out walking, or maybe you're just sitting in the office and you're having a nano break, I hope you can find these tips functional and practical. This is a podcast episode where I'm really trying to hit home with some real issues we're dealing with on a workshop basis. And I would have to say weekly at the moment, a lot of the pop-up lunch and learn sessions I'm doing with corporates, uh, and thanks for having me, ServCorp and Westfield, um, and I know as well Bridgeport Energy and everyone else, you guys are doing some fantastic work with your teams. And if we can open up the dialogue and discussion where vulnerability in terms of asking a question is a positive thing, it's not actually a vulnerability. So being inquisitive, wanting to come up with solutions, putting some ideas on the table or letting people know that you're perhaps not in the like most centered state because you're wondering what's going to happen on the next quarter or the next week or the next jobs coming in is totally okay. There are people that have walked that line with you as well. And there are people that have had loads of experience and probably sitting around the table from you that it might have been the job for longer that know exactly how it feels to have this feeling of anxiety and and uncertainty. And I also want to do a special shout out to uh, Soldier On and a lot of the people that have been coming back from Defence Force jobs. Uh, I did a talk the other day and we spoke about the fact that there's a lot of, you know, known but unspoken elements and you have to have a stiff upper lip. You have to be strong, but underneath it all, you've absolutely got no game plan of what to do next and you've lost your mojo. And that can be very, very disarming, especially if you're a male and you just don't want to voice your concerns. So the number one thing is always reach out for help. There are lots of uh, organizations and available things and confidential phones and websites and things you can go to, such as Beyond Blue. 
Uh, I'll put some links on my website as well where you can just have a chat with someone and figure out what the best course of action is. And most importantly, I think we all need to know that we're not alone. And isolation is one of the biggest issues in dealing with anxiety and coping with uncertainty, feeling that you have to solve it all by yourself, that you're the only one going through this, and that if you show any kind of insecurity or vulnerability, that it could actually be detrimental to you, your job, or to your future, or also just show weakness. So first and foremost, when you're listening to this, uncertainty and anxiety are not a form of weakness. It's a very, very strong personality that you have to have when we're dealing with life as a landscape at the moment. Lots of social media, lots of connection with inverted comments around that word, and no real engagement together. So I want to ask you, how well do you really, really know your colleagues and the people that you work with? How well do you know them? Do you know what they worry about at the evenings? Do you know how well their family is? Do you know some of the responsibilities and the pressures they have on themselves? Do you share any of those things with your direct team and with your friends as well? Or are all the conversations on the surface? You know, so these are the things that we have to start thinking about is our engagement is not just being on autopilot and turning up to do a job and filling out forms and being available for people, but it's actually being present and recognizing that not everyone's going to be feeling great all the time. And in economic uncertainty and personal uncertainty and health challenges as well, there's a lot of things that come up when we're not feeling in our best shape mentally, physically, or spiritually. So let's get on to coping with some of these uncertainty elements and how to deal with anxiety uh, when you really don't want to have to talk out loud about it and you're just nervous of what to do next. The first thing I would say is grab a big sheet of paper and you know, draw a big quadrant on that sheet of paper. So you're grabbing a, like an A4 sheet. It can be anything. It can be a napkin if you're sitting in a cafe right now. And I want you to draw a quadrant on that piece of paper. And the left-hand box, you've got now. You've got at the top of that left-hand box, you've got the now as written N-O-W. And on the right-hand box, I want you to write the word at the top, then. The bottom left-hand box, the word that you write at the top of the bottom left-hand box is what. And then the bottom right-hand box, I want you to write the word if. And let's just go through this thinking, this methodology for a moment. Most importantly, and I've spoken about this before on other podcasts, is when you write something down on paper, and I'm talking handwriting, not putting it into an iPad or a tablet or a computer, there's a cognitive connection that happens. And it's so, so crucial to make sure that we write down our ideas. We don't just leave them sitting in our head or we type them out on paper. The act of actually writing something down creates a connection with things that are upstairs percolating around in our brain, taking up mental hard drive space, um, really getting energy that probably we could be directed somewhere better And the most important thing is when you write that down, the energy becomes directed onto paper. You can actually see facts and stats. So you're taking away any sort of ideas and stories and you're starting to look at things in a facts and stats um, perspective, which is really, really important because if we become a slave to the stories in our head, then we're never going to focus on solutions. We're just going to get caught up in what all the issues are. and We're going to start assuming things. We're going to start panicking. We're going to start thinking, I can't share that with my wife or my partner or my boss because that will be X, Y, Z. So we suddenly have these dialogues and these negotiations with ourselves that are absolutely based on hot air. They're not based on facts and stats at all. So if you are dealing with things at the moment, I want you to go and write things down on this piece of paper. So you've got your now box, you're then in the top two quadrants, you've got your what and your if in the bottom. So what do we do next? In the now box, 
I want you to write down everything that's happening right now. What are your concerns? What's working? What isn't working? What's doing well? Where are your frustrations? What are you worried about? Where is your uncertainty? What's giving you anxiety? And what stuff's working for you as well? Who in your life is positive? You know, who are the energy givers? Who are the energy takers? What is an energy giver? What is an energy taker? Really, what is the status quo in your life as a leader in business and at home right now? And the other thing is, what do you feel? Do you feel exhausted? Do you feel stressed out? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel energized? You know, what is that feeling that is taking energy and making you feel very uncertain. Where is that? What are those words that you'd use to describe your current state? So what are the actions that describe your current state? What are the feelings that describe your current state? And then I want you to spend some time doing that and then just glance across to that right-hand box then. I want you to think about when everything was kind of working. What did that look like when we talk about, well, before XYZ was happening and this was happening and you know I got that contract through and then the kids were really happy and I could plan my holidays because I knew that I was going to be on the workover rig at these dates. Like what other things and what projects and what kind of harmony were you having when things were working well and how did that look? Just take a moment to fill that out. Think out when things were going really, really well. What was happening there? Making sure That as you're writing that down, you're starting to think about the feeling that you had when things were going really well as well. So what was the feeling? Were you happy? Were you stressless? Was it harmony? Was it fun? Did you have energy? You know, what was your level of engagement during that time as well? Did you feel that you had purpose? You know, did you feel that you were valued? What was happening during that time? That's your then box. What was working then? that made things feel like it was all ticking over and certain. And now where are the gaps? What's uncertain? And remember, we want to write down facts and stats. And even if you've got some ideas in your head that are actually stories, write those down. What is going through your head? And the bottom left-hand box, which is the really, really crucial box, what would you need to do or what would need to change for the shift to happen? So you're in the now box, you're feeling uncertain, you're full of anxiety. You just can't see a way out. You're wading through mud, but you're keeping your head on your shoulders. You're looking forward and you're trying to look strong, but underneath it all, it's turmoil. So it's a bit like that iceberg theory. The top of the iceberg that everyone sees looks in control. And beneath that, you're just paddling with this massive, massive weight on your shoulders where there's all these other concerns, responsibilities, and thoughts and anxiousness that's keeping you from sleep. It's keeping you from eating properly. It's keeping you from feeling like a great leader. What are all those things that's in your now box? What would need to change for that not to happen? Would it be that you had, you know, you could do other types of certifications and upskilling while you're waiting to go back on a project with a certain company that you're working for? Would it be that you're able to have a a practical discussion with your wife about budgeting and planning so they understand you can make a family budget that stretches out across the year where you're not living paycheck to paycheck? And you can start putting some things aside and looking at where all your money's going. Would it be getting some better financial advice? Uh, Would it be having a team around you you can easily delegate to that understand the day-to-day tasks when times are tight? Would it be that you have someone on the end of the phone as a mentor to help you go through some CEO decisions you need to make when the company's changing direction and you feel a responsibility to have to make some serious decisions around that? Um, Are you going into a venture capital round where you're starting to figure out that this is a lot more than you thought and you've bitten off more you can chew? Who can you talk to to get advice on what to do next? 
So any of you listening today, whether you're a stay-at-home mumpreneur or you're a dynamic entrepreneur, so wherever you are today, if you're someone with an established business, uh, you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're going through rounds of venture capital, or you're just starting out and trying to look at a multi-level marketing thing because you think it's going to give your family and you a new income opportunity, the most important thing is you have to be able to define what good looks like. What would need to happen for you to be out of a state of uncertainty, for you to be out of a state of anxiety? What would need to happen? What are the tasks? For example, could it be that you need to sign up for some different certifications? Could it be that you need to sit down and look at your year and know that even though you might not be scheduled to work on as consistently, you actually end up with the same weeks on the job, they're just in different timings? What else would go on and would need to happen? Could it be that you have to have a meeting with your boss? Could it be that you go back and do some insurances and some backups for your own business as an entrepreneur and make sure you've got income protection? What information are you missing to help you feel back in control? Who are you missing in your dream team to help you feel back in control? What job details, life moments are you missing to help you feel back in control? You've got to detail those down because when we determine what we need, we can then take steps and actions towards obtaining that. So I just want to give you a little case study. I've got a really fantastic client, Liz, who runs a successful OT business. She's very dynamic. She's built it from the ground up. She's got a fast-growing team on a national basis. And she started to recognize at the beginning of this year that her team were already getting stressed out. They were already dealing with a lot of issues from clients. They were already working really hard and they just weren't being vitalized, making good decisions, using their time as effectively as possible. And she'd wanted to give them the support to make sure they could maintain a sustainable, energy, successful year. So she, she gave me a call and she said, listen, we need to do something now because I feel that I can't support them on my own. This is my business. I'm their leader. But we need to come up with a game plan because I also need support to keep the energy, the drive, the entrepreneurialism and the new business growth. So we had a little discussion about how to build a program in place that would allow her team to be supported, but that would fit with her budgets, that would be easy. And the other important thing that wouldn't make too many extra hours. So one of the things I want you to do is think about who in your dream team do you need? Who in your mentoring part do you need? Who specifically to give you guidance on planning for timesheets, planning for when you don't have work coming in, being able to communicate to your family as well. I think one of the things dealing with oil and gas and and other um, industries, a lot of the guys that have been on contract work have gone home and their wives and their girlfriends are like, when are you going out for work? And you can't answer that question. It starts to build up a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, and you start to feel like you can't give the answers. They get more demanding and it creates a real tension in that home when you're trying to figure out and you know that the work is coming, you just can't say when. So communication is really, really important. Being able to sit down and have a very straightforward conversation. And if you're a company director, you need to do the same thing with your employees and say, there will be work coming. We can't tell you when, but we can give you the skills to plan and understand how to budget and also create a game plan for you and your family when we're going through irregular work patterns, for example. And the same thing if you're hiring contractors. I know a lot of entrepreneurs that have EAs and staff and they don't have those consistent retainers in place. So you need to communicate and be upfront with people that you hire so they can plan their own lives around that. And that's about building consistency of communication, transparency, and also as a contractor or employee or someone just working with other teams, don't be afraid to ask questions. But instead of associating blame and coming from a a perspective of, you know, this is happening to me, how can you be proactive? Can you go back to them and say, is there anything else I can be doing? Are there any other skills I can be getting? 
could you give me someone to talk to because I need to explain to my wife that I don't have work this month? You know, all those things. So be very, very cautious in your planning as we do our years. This is a different business landscape. And it doesn't matter if you're going for a $6 million venture capital deal or and you're listening to this or you're just starting out and you're doing a new multi-level marketing business. The same things apply. We need to think like a CEO. What is the biggest picture? What needs to be put in place? What plans need to be put in place? You know, and also plan like a visionary. It's very, very important not to throw the baby out with the bathwater when we go through uncertain times. Just because it might be tight or things might not be as clear as normal, don't give up. Don't start to get stressed. Don't make knee-jerk reactions. Really start to think about long-term vision with short-term application of those strategies as well. So the CEO thinking is facts and stats. The plan like a visionary is not throwing all your ideas out because the immediate landscape looks tight. And the third thing is act like a Buddha. And that means, you know, ask help if you need it. Find your dream team around you. Collaborate with your mates. Be calm. Be a clear communicator and don't go into a tailspin. It's very, very important as individuals, whether we're leaving, leading at home or we're leading in a business environment, to really just lead from within first. And don't storm around and take out your frustrations on other people. Take responsibility by doing the now, then, what, and the if box. And let's just come back to that a little bit. If you can articulate on a piece of paper what's going wrong now, it allows you to articulate that to any given person or stakeholder in your life you might need to explain it to. If you can articulate the then box on your piece of paper, you can explain to them what good felt like for you and what that picture is in your head so they can have empathy and understanding of what you felt like when things were working and there was less uncertainty. If you can take time to detail the what needs to happen box and what people, actions, tasks, and developments would need to occur for you to feel back in control, you can easily start to make a game plan how those things can actually occur. And you can ask people around you that are knowledgeable and in the right position to give you the help. And the last box is the F box. If you don't start to take responsibility, if you don't write these things down, if you don't start to stand up and understand that uncertainty is a part of life and there is always a solution, what will happen? And being aware of the consequence of not being accountable for your feelings and your actions is very, very important as we level up. Being the ultimate leader means understanding that just being in a tailspin and giving up and letting life do things to you is not going to have you in a good position. The last thing we want is that you feel more out of control, more in survival mode and more helpless. What we do want is that you have a game plan, you feel that you have tasks, support and activities around you that can help you get through uncertain periods. Coping with anxiety happens differently for all people. So being able to articulate what it feels like now to you, what good feel like, and then what you need to happen will be really, really, really important for you to be able to articulate what will happen if you don't take those steps as well. So take accountability to understand that everybody goes through anxiety and levels of uncertainty. Everybody knows what it's like, but nobody talks about it. So being able to discuss those with people that you know, like, and trust coach, a mentor, a leader, someone even in your church, someone in your community, someone in your family, someone that you've always looked up to is crucial to order your thoughts and put you back in the driver's seat. And if anxiety and a feeling of you know doom and gloom and not being in control is really, really where you're at, it's time to get in contact with someone that deals with depression and stronger levels of anxiety that can give you the right steps to get the right help that you need. Don't be afraid to reach out. I know in Australia, we have Black Dog, we have Beyond Blue. There's a lot of big organizations out there that are designed to help anyone at any stage of their life feel supported and that they're not alone. 
Or if you are feeling like that and you're listening to this podcast, please drop me a line or a comment. It's confidential and we'll be able to get back to you. So most importantly, guys, being able to write these things down and identify this is so crucial. And one of the other things that I'll be talking about as we go forward with the podcast in the coming episodes, I've got some really special guests on. And I want to talk to you about, um, you know, bullying isn't just for kids as well. It's for adults. There's a lot of bullying going on in the workplace. At the moment, there's a lot of bullying going on in families. And we need to have coping skills for people that perhaps aren't able to articulate where they're at. So we want to have some great discussions. I've got Tim Kaplan from Piper Alderman Legal talking about how to deal with bullying in the workplace. I've got some other great podcasts as well and some ways from some great CEOs and influencers that they take time out and recalibrate and deal with stressful situations. So I'll be having Al Ramadan from Play Bigger Advisors back on the show to talk about the ultimate fitpreneur elements and how to look at category design and deal with good people around you. And, you know, we've also got discussions on dealing with anxiety. I'm going to have some discussions on empathy as well. A couple of things that have come up in recent workshops with corporates is people feeling that they're not understood, listened to or heard. So being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes is such an important leadership trait. And off the back of my new book coming out, Fitpreneur, Healthy, Wealthy and Wise, How to Be the Ultimate Leader, we'll be doing some great pillars around that book as well. Don't forget you can hop onto the vitalitycoach.com.au for all the podcasts and blogs. Everything's free. Download whatever you need. There's also a special running at the moment on the Vitality Roadmap 12 module online program. And Fitpreneur, the book is out. Uh, You can find it on Amazon, Fishpond, Booktopia, and you can buy signed copies on the vitalitycoach.com.au. Just click Fitpreneur, the book. Very, very exciting. I sold out of all the copies that I had on hand on the first week. So thank you so much for supporting me. This is the book on how to be the CEO of your business and your life. Um, really proud of it. It's a bit of a handbook. It's a manual. You can write in it. You can earmark pages. You can fold things over. You can put sticky notes in it. It's really having me as your coach. Uh, this is a big year for me with Fitpreneur coming out and then later in the year, the Mojo Maker. So thank you for your support team. All these elements can be found at the bottom of the show notes on vitalitycoach.com.au. Episode 72, Coping with Uncertainty. I hope some of these tips have given you a little bit of guidance. Uh, we had a lot of noise in the background today while filming. Roxy Dog was very vocal. We've had a lot of staff in our office this morning. I cannot believe that it's the end of February, but I, what I can believe this is going to be a fantastic year for all of us. You are in control. You can go from chaos to calm. You just have to put one foot in the other. And don't forget about that quadrant. The now, then, what and if quadrant, really, really helpful to order your thoughts and get those anxiety feelings out of your head with facts and stats onto paper. I'm always here if you need me. Just do a shout out, uh, leave a comment below, and we'd love your feedback on iTunes. Thank you very much. We're a year and running now. I'm coming up to 100 episodes soon. If you'd like to be on my show and you're a CEO or an influencer, then please leave us an email or email me, nikki at thevitalitycoach.com.au. Can't wait to be connected to next week's podcast. I'll be sharing some top tips from influencers. I'm wishing you a fantastic winning week and you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.